Hi, and welcome to All Things Cozy with Matt and Jillian. We are a bi-weekly podcast about everything that is warm, soft, and comforting. This week on All Things Cozy, the candle reviewers become the candle makers. You know, very fancy professional setup here, too. Truly. I mean, we've totally turned my kitchen upside down. Trader Joe's bags. Everywhere. So, okay, so table. right now, let's set the scene. We're sitting in my kitchen nook. And I've covered my kitchen table with Trader Joe's bags to protect the table because right now there are essential oils on top of it, all of the tools of the trade for making a candle, mm-hmm. an empty tin for said candle, the little pot the wax is going to boil in. We're going to mix the scents in there. Droppers. Droppers. We have, there's a hot plate over there on oh, the yeah. counter. Got to heat that up. Got to heat it up. So we're all set to actually make a candle today. It is... A very special episode because it is my first time ever making a candle. And Jillian's going to walk me through it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think that the process I'm so confident from that reaction. I know you know exactly what you're doing. I have the process down. It's just the math. So my partner who bought this kit, and thank you to her for letting us use her Yes, thank you very much, Jay. Um, She sent me a little note, so now I know the math. I still have to do a little bit of math, but I'm... We'll be, we'll be fine. It's a an, it's an science. If you're a kid listening to this podcast, study math. It's important because one day you're going to be making candles and you have to know how much wax per ounce you need. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a good skill to have. To, to, to <laughs> how many math. pounds of wax Somehow is going to make how many life without it, but. ounce candle. So, yeah, we're ready to, we're ready, <laughs> ready to do this thing. You can probably hear in our voices, we're just like trepidatious but excited about like what is this going to hold for a podcast. We're totally outside of our comfort zone. This is like a craft podcast. Well, it's more this so should be a video, doing really. it live. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of, um, you know, spinning parts. Yeah, I could like burn myself in the hot plate spinning and plates. you're going to listen to it. Well, we're gonna, well uh, Matt already got poked. I won't edit out any screaming. Yes, I've already had an injury from this episode. So we're carrying them the bags from Jillian's car and she has this like, I don't know, a dagger of a thermometer <laughs> that poked out of the Trader Joe's bag that she had brought them in. And I'm pretty willy-nilly with the bags and I'm coming in swinging them like a child. And they poked the, the back of my calf. Terrible. Yeah. Stabbed me. I really, I really did. I mean, Broke I just, the skin. We just throw stuff in a bag. So I, sh- I think when, it, when the car shifted and the little thermometer poked right through the Trader Joe's yeah. bag and then poked Matt. It's Be careful when you're packing those thermometers. Yeah. yeah. I already sustained a candle-making injury for the show. Starting a GoFundMe. But you're worth it. And this podcast is worth it. And if you know you want to <laughs> ease my pain a little, you could contribute to our Patreon. We're at patreon.com slash allthingscozy. It's a good deal. If you contribute to our Patreon, you get a free sticker or magnet. You, you won't know, depending on whatever Jillian stuffs in the envelope that day. That's part of the surprise. Matt's a stuffer, too. He stuffs the envelopes with me. I write them with you. I need to stuff them. What you get will depend on who's stuffing that envelope. Oh, stuffing on you me. You get a magnet or a sticker. Yeah. It's part of the, it's part of the, uh, the fun, the adventure. A guaranteed sweet note, though. Yeah, guaranteed, guaranteed personalized note if you join us on our Patreon and contribute. Anyway, that's not about Patreon. Let's get started. So before we begin our wild candle-making episode, let's check in with what's making us feel cozy this week. What's making me feel cozy this week is hard to describe because if you know what I'm talking about, you're going to say, Matt, that's the least cozy thing I've ever heard of. 
In fact, I think what I'm about to suggest is cozy makes up for all of Jillian's previous choices that were not cozy. Matt just likes to like troll line. me. He's always like, <laughs> I went to this cool place. I went to this cool place. And then I come up and I sound, you know, the basic thing. Annie makes fun of me too. So. Lovingly. My music choices. Oh my God. My cozy pick. This is an, you're describing a bullying and abusive relationship. No, Keith, <laughs> I will stand up for Keith. You should, you should. You, I, I completely understand why you think that's cozy. I think a lot of people <laughs> would beg to differ. Keith is very sweet. Okay, my point is, like, again, we've discussed this on the podcast multiple times, which is just that coziness is subjective. Okay, and so I'm going to need you to bear that in mind while I'm describing my cozy location. So what I'm thinking of this week in terms of what was making me feel cozy, I actually just came from it uh, before recording this episode. I went to a comedy show at the Tom of Finland house. Uh, which is in Los Angeles in Silver Lake. Right now, it's housing the Tom of Finland Foundation. And if you're wondering who's Tom of Finland and you don't know who that is, this is where it gets weird for me because I don't want to talk about Tom of Finland on All Things Cozy. <laughs> it's quite the tongue twister of the name. Yeah. Tom of Finland. Yeah, so he was a, a homoerotic fetish artist. And I'm going to leave it at that. Yeah. You have Google. Paint the picture. Yeah. <laughs> if you Google, you're going to Google at your own risk. And, and whatever you find in the images is, is completely on you. And, and I have nothing to say about that. Let me just describe now what the house is cozy. So it's a beautiful craftsman home. Truly, like, so I, it was a comedy show. Today, it was Beth Stelling, Kate Berlant, Margaret Cho. And they have a bar out back. But what's cozy about it is that it is just a house. And so you walk in this beautiful front yard. They had set up the stage for the show. It's really intimate. It was only about uh, 40 to 50 of us there. So it's truly like you're just watching these comedians in your backyard. So if you can go one of these shows, like they, it is so small, the, the venue. So if there's someone there that you really like, you're going to get close to them. Like I was like up Margaret Cho's nose. It was like we were just so close to her. Anyway, so you, you come in and you just get to wander around the house. It's a normal house. You go to the bathroom in a normal bathroom. And the best part, though, is like right outside the bathroom is Pearl, the cat. Aww. And you can give her a scritch. Great name. She's so friendly. And she's all over the place. I'll, I'll get to that later. And then in the backyard is the pleasure park, which, mm. and there's some other stuff back there, which, again, I'm not going to mention on this podcast. But anyway, so you're in the pleasure park, but there's so much seating in this like lush backyard. Everything's very um, hidden and intimate. We go to the show, which is in the front yard. And not only does Margaret Cho go on with her dog, like, in her bag, <laughs> and, like, her, like, mm. kind of like a, a baby Bjorn for a dog. Was it well-behaved? Very well-behaved. Just, like, was looking at us the whole time while she did her set. And then Pearl, the cat's running around the front yard. There are butterflies everywhere. You can understand why this is a really cozy place. Sounds so, lovely. Yeah. Sounds like an o oasis. I highly recommend it. But if you do want to visit the house... You should look up what you're getting into. Altogether, it was like a great afternoon with friends, good comedy show, um, cheap drinks that were great. It's a cozy place. All I want is a craftsman. Same. Yeah, exactly. I could just hang out in one. They should do the thing where you could just rent a craftsman for a day and just hang out, pretend like it's your house. Right. I would. I, would I guess that's in, Airbnb. I guess that's exactly what I'm describing. I would love to live in any craftsman. As long as Pearl's there. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that sounds lovely. It, sound, it really did sound like an, a lovely time. I picked Matapita 
via Uber to my place. That's right. And then we drove together, and then I had my candle injury. <laughs> I feel really terrible. That's about fine. I'm, just glad, I'm glad it didn't didn't break the skin, did I'm, it? I'm a cozy commando. Oh, I will soldier onward. What's making me feel cozy this week? It's very simple. Peruge. I finally got my phone fixed. So any procrastinator out there knows that feeling when you finally do something you've been meaning to do forever and ever. Mm-hmm. And in my work life, I'm very organized and I do adhere to deadlines and get stuff done. But when it comes to just taking care of myself or doing basic things, I struggle. I falter. So it was very nice to finally get my phone fixed after a year and some change of peering through the cracks and sending so many typos. And Listener, her <laughs> phone was truly shattered. It was truly shattered. And I've been living like an animal for so long. So I finally made a resolution. I'm going to get a fix. I'm going to do it today no matter what. And I did. And there's just such a the wave comes over you after you've been waiting to do something and you've been meaning to do it. It's always in the back of your mind and clearing that space out. Some mental exercise. Yeah. It's very nice and cozy. I felt so accomplished, even mm-hmm. though it was, took me 15 minutes. And- for better or for worse, and mostly for worse, but it is just what the world is. Like We use our phones a lot, and so it's nice to have a clear screen and a clear mind. Well, I think, yeah, I think for me, it's mostly the clear mind where I've just been, okay, I've got to do that, Jillian, you got to do this, got to do this. And then that wave of relief is cozy. And then that feeling like, oh, I did something today. I actually took care of myself and followed through mm-hmm. <laughs> is a, it's a nice feeling, especially when those that's challenging for some people to do those little things. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm that way about, I think everyone has those things where they just put them off forever and ever and ever. Yeah. And when those are finally accomplished, like I have one errand that I need to do that I've had since we lived in Baltimore. Well, update me when it happens and then we can relish in the mental relief. I can describe how clear headed I feel. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's great that your phone is clear. I have a little ghost out of the back of my head. Yeah, exactly. And and now you can see what you're looking at. If Jillian ever left you a weird reply, it's probably because she couldn't even read the thing you were. I really couldn't read. Yeah, anything. It so. was like it, her whole screen was like a spider web of cracks. It but, even said yeah. some pig in the... What? Like Charlotte's Web. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I broke it the day after I got it. So that was kind of why I just, it was hard for me to mentally accept that I broke something the day after I got it. So I mean, I buy that. <laughs> I'm not shocked. Anyways. This is what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's get to candle making. Yeah, let's, let's make some candles. Uh, so Mr. P, can you fire up the burner? I'm, I'm okay. Here we go. So I'm totally at your mercy because I don't know what I'm doing, and I'm super excited to learn. Sorry if you hear some crinkling and lots of other noises this episode because we're just we're truly in my kitchen with a bunch of stuff and we're trying to maneuver through with wires. We got emboldened after we like smelled that candle the last episode and we're moving around the room and now this might become a roving traveling podcast. <laughs> Um, all right, so I'm so, standing over yeah. a burner. Fire. It's plugged in. Yeah, I got to turn. The, and I just had to turn it on. Yeah. To low? Um, to would, medium or to high? I would get to high because we're working on a little time crunching to fire up that bad boy. All right, so the, the burner's on high. Yes, and then... Now what? Okay, now we have to measure out our wax. So, the little bag of wax over okay, there, so if you will. I'm picking up this gigantic plastic bag of... Looks like... Wax shards. Oh, sorry. Thanks. Crushed wax. Yeah. We have so much wax, which is a bizarre problem <laughs> to have. 
I think it's, it's not a problem, it's an opportunity. So I just take it with my hands and it gets gross. Okay. So you're hearing the wax bag being opened. So I ha- put so my we ha- Yeah, so there's a, a, a scale. scale. Well, yeah, scale, but... Um, a pot? A pot. <laughs> <laughs> and so I put my uh, pot on a scale, and then I'm just going to measure out my wax. Thank you, Pete. You can hear the crunch. Like an ASMR. We're doing ounces, by the way. So, I don't want to get whacked on this. So, if you're keeping track of the tools you need so far to do this, you need a scale, a little pot, (laughs) and a burner. Jillian, so this is from a candle kit. Yes. Did all of this come in the candle kit? My partner got a little tipsy one night, and after a successful (laughs) candle making class, decided that. She's going to buy an $80 candle making kit. That's how you know she's a soulmate. And then in the morning demanded I pay half for it, and I said no. Well, okay, there's, there's an issue. <laughs> if you're going to make drunk purchases, I'm sorry. Even if I'm going to use it, that was <laughs> even your decision. I'm going to use it for my podcast. <laughs> That's just your decision. Freeloading Jillian. So that's her cross to bear. Okay, now I have 3.7.5 wax ounces. And then we have to heat up the wax. Okay, so I can, I can smell the burner. I know. I'm glad I have you here monitoring because I probably burned down the house. All right, so I'm shaking up the, the wax. All right, so I'm putting this pot. It's like a is it aluminum or tin. I don't know. You're gonna laugh at me. You know what, our Pete? listeners are gonna say like, "Don't put it on the burner yet," because I want to make sure we have our um, oils mixed in. Oh, okay, okay. So, so we so can easily transition. Before from we put this on the burner, we're gonna quickly. Get our oils. Get our oils together. Now, this is going to be where we fight because we have three different scents. Julian, what, what, are the, what scents do we have today to make this candle? Frankincense, uh, lavender, and lemon. So these are the oils we have for the candle. And I'm, I, of the three, I like frankincense the best. I like frankincense, too. Um, we can just go full throttle and do one. One scent. But I could tell, Julian, we were talking about this earlier, Julian was really into the mad scientist idea where she wants to mix all three. I was curious to see what it would uh, smell like if we let's do it. Let's just let's do totally. We'll we'll go full throttle, mad scientist. (laughs) We're gonna make. I was trying to think like what could possibly smell like frankincense, lavender, and lemon. Yeah. Hmm. Like a bouquet of flowers at a church funeral. Flowers is that the scented candle? How do we? I'm trying to remember how Jay measures the oils. Well, we can. I can get you a glass. Yeah, that'd be great. It's a tiny little. Table glass. Okay, we're going back to frankincense and putting some in. So we're using a shot glass since we don't need that much oil, I guess. Yep. So, so far, Jillian's done three. Yeah, nothing's happening. Okay, got to the one, so that's one. So since we have five, I'll probably do... um, Get up to two. Okay, good. We're done with frankincense. Now let's try the lavender. P, do you want to do le- to um, more lavender or more lemon? Because we have it's point five. I'd rather ounces. do more lavender. Okay. Wait, well, okay, hold on. Let's do more lemon. Okay. Yeah, more lemon. I feel like lavender is strong and can hold its own. Do you want to do the honors? Yeah. Get up to four. Okay, good. So now we just need the lemon. We only need 0.1 ounces. Well, lavender now. 
Oh, lavender, sorry. Now Lab. it's up to 0.6. What happened? Now hmm. 0.7. I the think scale's going off. haywire. The scale's going haywire. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> it's a wild podcast. Wild, wild west. Now it's at 3.0. Well, that's because... Uh, this, the glass? The glass. I was measuring up. I already knew what it was. Okay, so yeah. do you need to put more? No, 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 no. We're, <laughs> we're good. Okay, we're good with the oils. All right, so we have our shot mixing. glass of oils. She's mixing it together with a pipette. <laughs> and then we can burn the wax. Now okay, now it's time to burn the wax. Now this is where it gets a tricky because lid back on. we need to make sure that we have everything heated. So we have to heat our wax to 185 degrees. Okay, so I'm going to put this on. Yes. And good thing we have our thermometer. So, so the wax viciously is, poked mat. The wax is on the burner. Yeah. And so once the wax is at 185 degrees, we will remove it. And let it cool off until mm -hmm. it gets down to 165 degrees. Mm -hmm. Then we will pour in our scent. Okay. Mix it in. And then we pour into the container at 160 degrees. Okay. Yeah. So pretty much after that, it's just kind of like a little bit of a waiting game. So I'm, I'm watching the wax, and it's burning quickly. Okay. Do you want to uh, see it what, down. what the temperature is? Yeah, maybe turn it to medium. Right now it's 153. One thing I forgot to mention, you can't, don't put the thermometer down the to the very the bottom. bottom. Yeah, because then it's, it's an inaccurate read because it's reading the, um, basically the burner since it's close to the I bottom. I see what you're saying. So just hold it and suspend it yeah. in the wax. Even suspending in the wax right now, it's two hundred. It's over two hundred degrees. Okay, let's lower it. <laughs> let's lower our, our our burner, and then I think we can take it off since it's at two hundred. We'll wait mm -hmm. till it cools down to one hundred and eighty-five. Oh, there's a hair in here too. <laughs> Sounds about right. Looks, looks, like a, <laughs> looks like a Jillian hair. It's a special <laughs> ingredient, secret. <laughs> That's probably was why it was burning so much because of the hair. Sure, Jillian, it was the hair. <laughs> Yeah, this is over 200 degrees. Yeah, here. let's just take it off the burner and we'll let it cool down for a little bit. And then once it cools down to, like I said, 165, we will pour a little scent in. The scent smells good. Yeah? The frankincense is, is definitely very strong. Is it making sense to you? <laughs> Thanks for laughing at that. So right now the wax is like at 238 degrees. Okay, so we'll just, you know, hang out. Sometimes it Shouldn't have put that burner on high. Learn from us. Well, we wanted to get that wax burning. We were too good at it. But that actually, that's the thing I always do in a maker's mess. I was one of the three people who really <laughs> heat up my wax to a crazy degree. And yeah. Then have to I, wait for it to cool. Well, also, cool off. a little hack is to go outside. So I was standing on Hoover Street holding <laughs> my little container of wax. So I'll just wait. I can go outside with it for a second. Okay. 20 minutes later. We're back in from cooling the wax. Yeah, so we're ready to mix in our scent. Matt, want to do the honors? Sure. Okay, so I'm pouring a shot glass of lemon, frankincense, and lavender. Yes, and then we can just mix it in. Getting every drop in here. Oh, there's a little, that's me banging Oops. the shot glass against the, <laughs> a couple more Sounds times like it's there. Sizzling. And then you can maybe swish it around. And then what do you use to swish it? Throw it or? Uh, yeah, whatever you have available. So we're swishing around swishing the... It. Stirring with a the thermometer, probably swish it around just the handle a little okay, bit. And before I pour in, 
So I'm swishing it, stirring it in, making sure even oil distribution yeah. as much as possible. Before we pour our wax in at 160 degrees, I need, I have my wick. I need to put the wick down in the center of the candle tin. That's very important so it doesn't move. So Julian's getting the wicks out, so you're hearing. And I have the, the wicks. Um, do not know where the... Do not know, know where. Do not know where <laughs> the sticker is for the wick. But you know what? Well, let's hope for the best. I'll just hold it, and hopefully Matt won't burn me. Let's see how this goes. Yeah. This could be the the maiming episode. I got hit with a... My heart's beating. All right. so, so you probably shouldn't do it this way, which is Jillian is suspending the wick in the middle of the of the tin while I hold a hot pot of... Do, it's, didn't you say that I needed to heat this up again with the, once the scent was in? No, it's, it's supposed to be at 160. Okay, yeah, it is. Okay, so okay how about you just pour it all, just plop it in as soon as it, you pour it in so it sticks. Will that work? We'll try it. Okay. I, I honestly feel like I'm going to get maimed. And... Okay. No, let's just do it this way. Famous last words. Oh, there's my hair. I, I don't want to fill it up anymore because it's like... Yeah. So Jillian is now holding the wick... Just suspending it in the middle of the wax. And I guess she has to do this until it hardens. Yeah. Pretty. Now, normally I feel like there are devices that will hold the wick for you. Well, it's supposed to be the sticker. Oh. oh. What did we forget? No, no. Can you hold this piece? Yeah. Oh, there's a stick. Can you can you uh, get me a scissor piece? Yeah. Where do you think I should cut it here? I think as tall as, as, tall as you can. And then you can always cut more later. Because Mr. P is the wick master, so. What a title. A few things that we've learned during this procedure and that you should learn from us is, first of all, don't overheat the wax. You're going to have to wait to get it cool back down so you can, before you can add your oils. Yep. Second of all, don't put the wick in without a sticker. Yeah. Or else I, you're going to have to be like Jillian and hold it in I, there. I don't know where the um, stickers is. See, usually I'm just the mixing mad scientist oil person, mm -hmm. and I'm not the organized, here's all our kit things person. But I thought I really had all of the stuff. I had every single thing minus the stickers, but that's fine because I had the sticks. So when, I, my, my, when we say stick, it's basically a popsicle stick with a little hole in the middle, and that's where the wick goes through, and that's supposed to hold your wick in place. Um, you have the popsicle stick with the hole in it, and then you also should have the sticker at the bottom. The wick has a little silver circle at the yeah. bottom, and you put a little sticker on it and uh, plop it right in there, and then hold your wick in place with the popsicle stick with the hole in it. Mm -hmm. I think I said popsicle stick with the hole in it 8,000 times. <laughs> and I could hear it 8,000 more times. <laughs> so... Now we just have to wait. I mean, everything's done. I think it was pretty seamless, minus the overheating and the sticker. But yeah. we're good. And minus the hair. But other than that, we're all good. I just have to wait for it. Yeah, the hair is my favorite part. Yeah. What's, what's be, so another tip is to wear a hairnet while you're making candles. Or, I mean, unless you enjoy that special burning hair smell once you maybe for halloween it'll be a it'll be a nice <laughs> surprise when we burn this candle all of a sudden it'll smell like human hair yeah so i think we're good <laughs> but the scent smells smells nice and i was telling matt before we recorded that if you think you're putting in too much wax you're probably not um we've made a lot of candles that don't smell like anything yeah and so that sucks when especially if you take the time to put an old candle in the freezer freeze out freeze out the old wax and then 
it's a really nice holder and you have an unscented candle, that's, that's, you know, that's annoying. So, What is the name of this kit again? I'm not sure we got it from Amazon. So the Amazon kit. <laughs> Just, I guess, type in candle making kit on Amazon. It'll pop up. Yeah. So It looks like the, the candle books are from Eric's light. But um, Jay, my partner, uh, bought the, the oil, oil separately. separately. And that brand is Ola Prima, premium quality essential oil therapeutic grade. Apparently, these are expensive. Oh, okay. So the actual kit, which comes with your um, weigher, <laughs> your scale, the pot where you burn the wax, the burner, the, the eyedroppers, and your wicks all cost 80 bucks. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's not too bad. No, it's teaching me how much candle making is really just about the oils you buy and how you mix and match those oils, right? It's really, it's really be, you become like a... What is, the, what is the word for somebody who, a perfumier or whatever, someone who makes yeah. perfumes, but it's kind of like what you end up doing here is like you're making a special scent with whatever oils you want. And so whatever scented candle you want, you're going to have to buy that essential oil. And get your big hefty thing of wax. Right. Um, because like Matt says, pretty much all candle making is just, I think the art of it That's is... That's enough wax to make an army of candles. A, a thousand candles, yeah. yeah. It's crazy. And... It is also making me wonder how some candles are so expensive because now that I'm looking at it, it's just some melted wax, <laughs> a little bit of oil mixed in. You're done. A wick and a tin. Yeah, I think also... Part are we missing of, something? <laughs> no, I think part of it is too, you really have to be a pro at the temperatures mm-hmm. and the, the seamlessness of it. But I guess if you do it as many times as a candle maker would, then you become pretty good at it. Separately. Yeah, well, I'm thinking, like, I mean, this pot is quite large. You really could make a ton of little candles at the same time. Oh, yeah. If you really know how much you... It, it is a lot like baking. Mm-hmm. Well, because my partner's, like, our momager, mm-hmm. and <laughs> she's like, gotta get those... Gotta get all things cozy candle-making business. We can get a business going. I don't know if they'll be flying off the shelves like hotcakes, but... If you want to give it a go, give it a whirl. Let's get the Patreon <laughs> off the ground, and then maybe we can talk about candles. Candle-making business. Um, Plop a crystal in there, and next thing you know. Yeah, well, that's, that's, I have seen those candles like, where tr- truly people just drop rocks into the wax, too, and then it's like crystals are... Oh, I bought one like a fool. I, we bought it at Vinovore for 20-some-odd bucks. Did you take candle. the crystal out once the wax had burned out? Yeah. And so yeah. We had the can- I mean, that's why I wanted it, because I was a rock girl, mm-hmm. you know, back in the day, splitting open rocks in my backyard. Yeah. So <laughs> give me a crystal, I'm there. But the scent really wasn't anything to write home about. I bought it for the freaking crystal. <laughs> Lesson learned. Just buy the crystal separately. Although I did have a candle once, and I wanted to review it on this podcast. It was a eucalyptus-scented candle. And it had pieces of dried eucalyptus, like leaves, in the candle. It was super pretty. And it also, there was a version of it with crystals in it, too. And I got the not crystal version because it was cheaper. I think think it really worked. It was like truly a fresh, real eucalyptus scent. That sounds lovely. I'm all about that. All right. So we're just waiting for this to dry. So most of what you've been listening to has been. I mean, I've edited this episode, so a lot of it's been kind of sped up a little bit versus how long it was really taking us to make. At this point, we're just waiting for the wax to dry so we can light the candle and review it for you. Yep. I guess while we're waiting for the wax to dry, we can keep going forward with our soothing sounds. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do that. 
Again, Soothing Sounds is a segment where we share the coziest music in our current playlist. And for me, right now, I've been listening a lot to the new Taylor Swift album. Which is a nice... It's a good album. Cozy, yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty solid all around, I'd yeah. say. I love the art for it. It's very dreamy mm-hmm. and... I love those colors, those pastel colors. Well, that's where she excels when it comes to... She's really big into pomp and circumstance and making her albums fun, interactive. So the new Taylor Swift album is called Lover. And the track I picked is the title track, Lover. We'll get into that later because oh, yeah. Jillian has thoughts about it. thoughts. Let's listen to it and then we'll discuss what we think. Here's Lover by Taylor Swift. You leave the Christmas lights up till January This is our place, we made the rules And there's a dazzling haze, a mysterious way about you, dear Have I known you 20 seconds in 20 years Can I go? So that was Lover by Taylor Swift. It's it's a slow jam. Yeah, it's just a nice song to hear in the background. And I mean that in a good way. There's music I imagine it playing more. at a middle school dance. That Yeah, that too. But also if you're just on a road trip, I could hear see playing that. Would it make you reach for your lover's hand? Well, now I can, if you mention it, I'm going to get into the word lover. Okay, get into it, Jillian. Okay, so I really don't like the word lover. I never have. Jillian doesn't believe in love. I just don't like the way it sounds. It. <laughs> Maybe it's like a you know, all like weird things that makes their skin crawl. Or, I hear that. What, that yeah. Everyone phobia. has like certain words that they don't like the sound yeah. of. Is uh, it too is it too open? It's I feel like whenever time anyone says lover, so like lover. Is it too performative for you? It's extremely affirmative and I wanna disrespect anyone's wedding vows, but it makes me annoyed when people go, You're my best friend, you're my partner, you're my lover. Like, what else would you be? You're getting married to him. It's implied. We it's, don't it's need to hear it. It's explicit. Kind yeah. of. It's like, leave that for the Tom of Finland house. Maybe it's, yeah, my Virgo energy. Oh, it's so explicit. I don't, it's not even about or the fact that it's explicit. I just don't like the way it, it sounds, especially how she enunciates it. Did Saturday Night Live <laughs> ruin it for you, that Will Ferrell sketch where they're in the hot tub all the time and they're calling each other lover? <laughs> I don't know. I just... <laughs> they would feel to say like my sex partner. <laughs> no, I rather prefer that. Wow. Like it's explicit of it. Wow. I just don't like the word lover. You heard it here first. <laughs> Jillian would prefer the term sex partner <laughs> to oh, the I'll, word lover. I'll have to think of something better. But Jillian, yes, make up make up that new word. <laughs> I'll have to think of it, but lover is not it for me. I especially how she announced enunciates because like, I like the song. It's a sweet little tune, and then at the end she goes. I love it. I just can't <laughs> take it. <laughs> well, I like the song, and I like how she sings Lover. And the only quibble I have 
with the song is it starts with her saying, we can keep the Christmas lights up through January. And uh, I don't know about you, but my Christmas lights are definitely still up in early January. And I think that's pretty normal. I think that's par for the course, but I was telling, man, I had a little tiny little conversation about this beforehand. And there's no offense. I say this endearingly, but she has hardcore horse girl, horse girl energy. <laughs> <laughs> and so she's definitely has that, that personality type, you know, so she's still a good two shoes. And I think for her, that is like a wild thing. Yeah. And also probably rhymes and just fits or whatever. Yeah. But I could She's the type of person when she she thinks she's pushing pushing the edge, she's pushing pushing a little centimeter. Right, right. I think that's accurate. As a Catholic, we kept our Christmas decorations up through Epiphany. So you're on several days into January at that point. So yeah, I think that's pretty normal. She could I have feel, done February. That I, February, I feel like that's when you're really pushing it. If it's February and your lights are still up, we have to talk. You know. It depends too on like where you are in life and what kind of lights we're talking about. So if you're a college student and you still have your white fairy lights up all year, whatever, you're a college student. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, you should have those lights up. It's a law. If you're an adult and you still have multicolored lights on your tree and your tree is still up in March, bless your heart, but yeah, so that's take that ta- tree down. Ta- it's not special you. if it's up all year round. Is what I'm saying. But I think the album overall is a nice, a very nice, sweet, can't complain kind of album. And I think that song's a good representation. Yeah, no, it, it's so. a really great pop album. Check it out. Check out the record. It's good. I, it's to me a return to form. It's a return to the joy of 1984. Sorry, it's a return to the joy of 1989. <laughs> Agent Taylor. I'm Agent Where the songs have. They have lyrical meaning, but they're also like they're upbeat. The song, I don't know. It's 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 more cohesive. I really did not care for reputation. I feel like she was leaning into an identity that she felt like she was cast in, and by doing it, she was accepting it. And so it's like this: like I'm the snake. Ooh, I'm everyone. Y'all think I'm a snake and I'm a bad girl. Well, guess what? I'm gonna be that person. Like I I didn't like that leaning into it. She was trying to own it, but it kind of just felt phony to me. This feels like she's back in a more honest direction. Yeah. I think if we had this, take this album, which is more true to her and then added another layer because I think she's with her in her past has been great at hooks and choruses. Mm -hmm. And from what I've heard so far, there's really, there's nothing that sticks in your brain as a great hook or, a harsh, harsh review from Jillian. Yeah, harsh review. You know, Jillian's joining the staff at Pitchfork after this episode. Anyways, (laughs) Jillian, what's your thoughts? Jillian, what's your soothing sound? Well, this is an interesting thing because this band spells out their name differently than it sounds. So the band's name is called Always, but they spell it A-L-B-V-A-Y-S. Always. Yeah. But it actually sounds like Always, so I guess it's a gimmick. I'm not really quite sure. But I think they're Swedish, if I'm correct. So they were trying to spell it how they say it. That would probably be... Very accurate. <laughs> so no gimmick in Probably always was taken, and they wanted the name still, so they just found an alternate spelling. Yeah. So anyways, this uh, song's from 2017, because, you know, I like to do my throwbacks. This is newer than 2007, though. So we're, That's true. Yeah, I'm, we're I'm moving forward. Of, when I picked it, I, I was going to go for something newer, but I thought to myself, eh, just... <laughs> <laughs> I thought to myself, why try? No, I just thought... <laughs> 
I, this is this is more true to my heart. Okay, so. that's fair. I, I I I'm down for that. So it's called Dream Tonight, and uh, here we go. Let's dream tonight by Always. I first heard it when I was driving on the freeway and so much, obviously, so much traffic. <laughs> and it just what was... was that again? <laughs> LA traffic. Have you ever heard of it? <laughs> we'll be here all week. Yeah. Um, so, and it was just very soothing. It sound, I mean, it's true to the title. It sound, feels like you're in a, a dream. It's a very... Oh yeah, it's it's dreamy very pop. dreamy dream pop exactly. And I love I, like, a I dream love the pop. song. It's great. It's very beautiful. They're touring with the National right now. Um, so yeah, I guess if you're into the National into Always, that's a good be a good show to see. But it's just any time I want to relax and wind down, just kind of hang out, turn the song on. This is a really great feel good song. Yeah, this is an excellent. It's very choice. very beautiful. Very. Yeah. I love that dreamy pop. Yeah, I love it. Always. Dream, Dream tonight. tonight. It's great. We're still waiting for the candle to harden. I'm noticing mm-hmm. that the wick is kind of wavy. Is that okay? Like it's kind of like making an S. It, well, when, when that when that burns down, is it gonna like make it burn unevenly as the wick goes, or is that gonna be not be really? It? I feel is like it? you have to let nature take its course. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're gonna let nature take its course. We take a brief break and come back when we can light this candle. We've left the candle for about an hour, and it's still not totally. I mean, I think that's normal. Solid. I think it's normal. Yeah, I think yeah. we had uh, unrealistic expectations for candle cooling. I think so, but you know, we did our best. It's looking quite clumpy, ugly, and clumpy. Screwed up. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? We did the process, and I hope someone learned a thing or two. I, I mean, I learned a lot, and I, I want to try again. Yeah. Put that sticker in the bottom of the wick. Get the hair out. Uh, try some different oils. And I and I think it, I think if you have more time and maybe maybe it's because the candle's been moving around, it's just been drying. It's created kind of like a a Freddy Krueger skin complexion on the candle. It, it, it's like kind of like yeah, it's like little little divots in there. And maybe once it's totally dry, it'll look smoother. But right now, it's kind of like it looks almost like. You know how you can see water underneath ice? If you have like a thin layer of ice, you can kind of see the bubbles in the water. That's what it looks like right now, but it's wax. Yeah, there's something going on with that. Something beneath that wax. So yeah, so we're going to sniff the candle, and then we'll come back and light it later. Yeah, um, we'll swing We'll back. do a proper review at some other point. Let's take a sniff of, this is the pre-review. So if I, if I just opened this candle up and sniffed it at a gift store... I would say that's a lemon-scented candle. I wouldn't think there'd be anything else in that candle. I can have a smell of hints of frankincense. Yeah. But no lavender, just lemon and frankincense. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's pretty much. I just get the lemon yeah. loud and clear. It smells like a lemon head. Jillian just picked up the popsicle stick that's holding the wick and fully like a a whole line of like clumpy wax just came off with it. Okay, it's not beautiful, but But it does the job because it has this distinct scent, which Mm -hmm. is rule number one for a candle. Have it smell smell like something. So we did that. (laughs) And uh, I think it's a good amount of wax. Mm -hmm. And we're just starting. This is just beginning. But and I'll post the recipe on uh, our group once this episode airs. But um, with Maker's Mess, it came out really nice. I think it's important to have someone who's a professional monitor you first. Mm-hmm. And not do it haphazardly because we had a long day, Matt. You were at your event. I was working. We were just kind of, we were rolling in. Yeah. And we'd be kind of. I think all things considered. We were a little tired. Yeah. But you know what? The candle is fine. It, it it just doesn't look as pretty. But you know what? It'll even out when you light it, and then the whole thing melts, and it'll start over again. That's true. I think of a nice lemon frankincense scented candle, mm-hmm. and it does the job, and we learn many lessons. Classic combo. Yeah, we learned some lessons. Frankincense lemon. Well, I don't have a boring lemon candle. I want to get some pizzazz. Yeah. Put a little extra oomph. But, but yes, th- thank you all to everyone who's joined our Patreon. Again, that's patreon.com slash allthingscozy. Check it out. If you're interested in supporting the podcast, um, as always, we are so grateful for your reviews on iTunes or wherever you listen mm-hmm. to this podcast. Please tell your friends about the show if you think they would like it. Go ahead and follow us on social media. We're at All Things Cozy Podcast on Instagram and on Facebook. We have our Facebook group that Julian referenced, and we'll be soon enough putting um, this recipe for this candle. Oh, yeah. Get on, ready. On, on the group on Facebook. And yeah, we've been sharing a lot. It's it's heating up now that autumn is here, really feeling the cozy vibes. And I'm sharing all of my trials and tribulations with Halloween decorations. And you can hear my opinion of the current Bony Bunch line that was just released by Yankee Candle. I am excited about some elements of it, but if you want to read the whole thing about like what I'm thinking about it, go ahead and hop on that Facebook group. Well, we're looking forward to all the content we have. Geared up for fall. Looking forward to that content. Yeah, got to get that content. <laughs> uh, fall content. It's, it's the, it's September is the month of the candle for us. We're going to theme it. Yeah. Yeah. So and we're starting out by trying to make our own. And it was, we did it. But right after that, <laughs> we're going into our fall uh, calendar that yeah, we usually get ready. Your year. Brace yourself. Three years going strong now? Three, mm-hmm. three falls? Yeah. We fell thrice. Three falls even. Fallen in love with us. Aww. That's a good note to end with. So we're going to see you next time. Until then, stay cozy. Stay cozy.